Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fish and crab sticks. Welcome back to the Low Budgets. I think we've got a podcast here over the airwaves, coming to you not live, not from the same room, over Discord. Dun, dun, dun. And we are in lockdown. Huzzah. In lockdown. Can you do the lockdown theme tune? From Pointless? Yeah, from Pointless. Ooh, lockdown. 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 There we are. Lockdown. Now, Damn. if you're listening from outside of the UK, we know a, a fair percentage of our listeners are from America and New Zealand. You've just been completely isolated from what we just said. If you don't know what pointless is, uh, will you mind explaining pointless for the fascinating uh, viewers at home who wish to untangle the phantasmic abilities of the pointless knowledge? Uh, pointless is basically someone trying to be really innovative. So there was like, we'll make a quiz show where you have to get the lowest points instead because that's innovation. And yeah, it's basically a quiz show where you answer a question and then there's like a pool of a hundred people, and you've got you've got to say an answer that the lowest amount of those one hundred people got. But saying that, those one hundred people most of the time are complete imbeciles. I haven't watched Pointless in ages, by the way. But they're complete imbeciles. A hundred people are. Where do they find them from? And also, do you get paid for being on the Pointless survey? Because if you do, then I would like to join. I don't know, honestly. But what I was just assumed Alexander Armstrong would go around the streets interviewing people. (laughs) Um... No, I, I remember one episode. It was um back when David Cameron was Prime Minister. The clue was literally the current English Prime Minister. Only 76 people out of the 100 knew that it was David Cameron. Now, that if that isn't a fair representation of the intelligence of our country, I don't know what is. Also on the subject of intelligence, you know those pop-up ads you get where it's like, learn how to make a million pounds in a week. You know those ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're on annoying. Uh, a website, and it said, uh, "Learn from these millionaire Basildon mums how they made their fortune." <laughs> and I think if the biggest you're a contradiction. You're not living in Basildon. Yeah, I thought the contradiction is the contradiction in that sentence is the phrase "millionaire" and the phrase "Basildon mums." Uh, Basildon mums, if you're listening to this, go feed your kids. There's more important things to be doing than listening to our podcast. Exactly. Unless you're feeding your kids while listening to our pod- podcast, in which case we applaud you. Yeah, we applaud you. Uh, applause for the for the Basildon mums. Respect, partial respect only. Um, well, how's lockdown been treating you? Today must be what day six. Day six. Well, I I started on Sunday, and I'm fairly certain it was announced on Monday. So yeah, so it must be day, day five today. Exactly. Yeah. Either uh, way, I have you been out of the house at all, or have I you have been to, sort of? I have to walk my dog. Okay, good. I thought if you'd been inside that time, it would be quite stressful. I went out this morning for a nice long walk at eight o'clock. Came back at nine. It was nice. pretty great, actually. It was good because for the past couple of days, I've sort of just got up at nine and then stayed in bed till about half twelve. Got up, did some work, and then fell asleep again at ten, which isn't a very good thing, and it's making me quite ill. As I've been ill for the past couple of days. But Ouch. seriously, having the having the walk, getting up, doing things early is actually a really good thing to sort of start the day off, get motivated and get ready. How has lockdown been treating you? Well or poorly or indifferent? Uh, not not too shabby. I've um, been having to wake up at seven, 
like my normal so, routine for when I get up for school. So my lockdown days are very long. So it is quite yeah. painful. I, I do I feel the like walk. I'd appreciate that though. I do the walk at um about twenty to two I leave and I get back yeah. about um twenty to three. So I have a nice, mm-hmm. nice long hour walk. Um it's quite nice being in the middle of the day because it kind of separates up my lockdown. Like I'm yeah, in for, lockdown, I'm in for a few hours, set. I'm out, then I'm back in again. It's quite nice. Um Yeah. But yeah, I've been beating my family at chess. I thought you were going to say beating your dog, and I thought, oh, well, no. we're going to... The animal abuse segment of the podcast, Will is going to beat his dog, then <laughs> knock a trout on the head for dinner. <laughs> um, no, I've I've been on the piano a lot. Piano, what? piano. What can the piano. music man play? Have you learned any new songs? Uh, no, not really. Um, right. I'm learning a new song. What song are you learning? Please be something uh, good. No, no. It's it's not something good, honestly. What I'm going it? to start something good. I'm. It's. No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I will learn I'm something. I'm quite interested good. now. I will keep you interested. Uh, say what? This is, next how I'm gonna get, this is how I'm going to get my sadistic enjoyment. I'm just going to withhold the information. Next episode of the podcast, you will be hearing what that song is before we beat Will on the head with a stick. Um, but we're in lockdown, so you can't. We're actually in lockdown, get to so me. we can so we can uh, hack you with spyware, malware, and underwear. Exactly, but don't Which forget the, hardware. Hardware, most of the, the the four common threats of our nation: spyware, malware, underwear, and hardware. Most exactly. importantly, hardware, because if it ain't hard, it's where soft. it's soft. Uh, so no physics. one likes software. No, physics and materials with the low budgets. There you are. Um, yeah, lockdown hasn't been too awful. I feel like not... it's been sort of a kind of a weird experience. I'm going to try and start keeping more of a, not like a diary, more of like a kind of note of what happens each day. Because I know in 20 years it'll be quite interesting to read what I did with all this spare time. Because I feel like quite repetitive though. Yeah, probably. Wake up at 12, go to sleep at 10. Nice. Well, no, I've been, I've worked, I've had stuff to do, which is like past the time. Do you know what I mean? Having stuff to do. Yeah. I built a website nice. for a client for an e-commerce website because their op- business can't operate at the moment at the market, so they need an online website. So a green grocer. I built that. It took me a while. That was quite fun. That this week, edited two music videos. Um. I uh, for Kamalin for our new album, which is coming out some point soon. Exactly. I don't, our, don't know when. Our other alias, the quarantines. The quarantines. We're already our first single, COVID nineteen brackets. Kamalin is already out on YouTube, Bandcamp. You can buy it for one pound, or you can stream it on SoundCloud. And hopefully, the album will be coming out on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those places soon when we sort it out all the uh, technical bits behind it because we need to just check with the, um, the people at TuneCore that our release is going to be done properly. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah, we had two music videos for that. We did one for COVID-19 and there's one for a song called Island All Alone, which is a version of Island in the Stream, which is coming out when? I don't know, but it will come out some point soon. We've submitted it to a film festival. Ooh, film festival. Yeah, I was browsing the net as you often do, looking for spiders and webs. That was a joke, by the way. Um, 
That, that Goes has... browsing. Uh, ah, crud. That's our carry on. Have you been attacked by a man eating lizard? It's because of how crude my setup is. Oh, I should probably take a picture of the setup, to be honest. Um, take a picture of the setup and put it in the Discord. Uh, crud, where's my phone? But what. Um, I'll, I'll talk for the time. I can't remember what I was talking about now. Yes, I was browsing the net and I discovered the um, the Quiff, the Quarantine International Film Festival. It's a new film festival that's been set up uh, whilst all the like creative people who make films normally are in quarantine. And we're in quarantine and we have made an album about quarantine. So we submitted the music video for Island All Alone. Pretty funny, pretty funky. I haven't sent it to Will yet. He hasn't seen it. But when he does, he will either be ashamed or delighted at the abilities of us to make a competent music video in the space of half an hour with no real plans of wandering around with a camera getting looked at by old people. Exactly. It was quite awkward. It was especially quite awkward. When, especially when we ran across, across the field. That's not in the music video. Yeah, no, that's not in the music video. What? Basically, you did a thing where we thought, oh, that would be funny if we do the perform the entire music video from one end of the field to the other. And guess what? It wasn't Actually, even... It was Go a ahead. perfect fit, though. It was a perfect fit, but it wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious, but yeah. it really wasn't. Yeah. So, the only, so the only shot from that like 20-minute period where we filmed that was a shot, a hand, like a kind of uh, a pickup shot I got of Will running to the back of the field, trying to get there in time. So the only shot I used from that in the video was you getting to the place to start the shot that was supposed to be in the video. Thank you very much. Because it's, it's, it's quite funny to have you running away at the end of the song. It's actually it's quite funny. I, I was very disappointed with my run, though. Um... I know, as I was running across the field, this thing got in my shoe and it made it very painful. So I probably looked like an imbecile. Yeah, I had to readjust my my sock because um, it had fallen down in my shoe and it was basically around my toes. There was no way I was going through a field with um, hard shoes and exposed feet, which is also the name of my new sex tape. (laughs) Exposed feet. Hard soles, ah. hard shoes, and exposed feet uh, nice. from the producers of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. No, Snow White does Seven Dwarves should be the title. Ouch. And uh, <laughs> Minions Two, Playtime for you. Uh, those are some. I'm. I'm just. I stared up and I see the eyes, the deluded eyes of Tommy Wiseau. Staring down at me posters. from my poster of the room in my room of the room. Now, nice. if you don't know what the room is, it's regarded as one of the worst, best films of all time, one of the best worst. Hey, hey, if you don't know what the room is, you didn't watch our last episode of the podcast. Yeah, you Simple need to stream the podcast. So, exactly. stream our last episode, episode 10 of the Low Budgets. I think we've got a podcast where we, yeah. along with our fabled, sort of uninterested, uh, pitiful guest, Max Sutton. Is very uh, deciphered the enigma of the room through spoons, water, uh, long tracking shots, and a Polish man who we don't quite know his origin. They are, that's oh, but, what the room is. But his name's probably worth a crud ton of points in Scrabble. Yeah. 
Tommy Wiseau, get your points in. We should try that, actually. We should do... We should try to do internet scrabble. That'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> the day 20 of quarantine, I have taken to internet scrabble. Internet scrabble. You know that's at the point where you literally want to kill yourself when to pass the time you're doing internet scrabble. Oh, God. Believe in maniacs. Oh, nice. No, um, I sent you the picture of my setup. Um, yes, let me decipher the enigma of your current recording situation bloody hell that is old not necessarily old more kind of feebled in a way it's like um, it's like looking at um it's like looking at what radio 5 is you know what i mean no one really cares enough about radio 5 to sort of listen to it and i imagine that's what radio 5 consists of a dude with a laptop and I've got to say one thing to you, and that's, I promise you that my room is actually spotless behind where I'm sitting, but all my crud has just been dumped in that corner where the picture is facing. Uh, and if you just heard that, Will just died. <laughs> I, uh, I, I knocked my mic, and because obviously it's just balancing in my uh, chest of drawers next to my bed, um, yeah. But I have yeah, an idea for a new sad. segment. New segment idea. That is, what the crud have I got in my bedside cabinet? Uh, Will, what the crud have you got in your bedside cabinet? No, I haven't looked in here for years. I've got a protractor, which is nice. I have two DSs. Don't know why I need two. One's filled with stickers, one isn't. One is filled with stickers as in they're inside the DS or uh, oh no, they're like stuck on it's it. It's covered. Okay, uh, so it's covered no, no. in stickers, not filled no. with stickers. I have about weird. I have about Four. twelve Seven. um PQA rubber bands. That's quite sad. I think I've got uh, I'm looking in my I should open my drawer in a minute because it's filled with a load of rubbish and I have just seen at the edge a PQA band. Ten years. I, I have a bunch of instruction manuals for, for death DS so games like, and Lego. That's sad. Because at I least make it something better. Exactly. I don't know why. Because this is probably the most dumb thing you can do. Because these manuals come in a case for a DS, and instead oh, of putting Jesus the manuals Christ. in the case where I know what it's from, I've now got to sift through a crud ton of. Who reads a manual anyway? No one reads the manual. I literally just sort of do, do you do that? I just pick things up and go, yeah. Exactly. You'll figure it out on the spot. Yeah, so I'm kind of disillusioned as to the um the process in which one would use a manual now. I don't like I haven't used manuals for so long that I don't think I'd look at one and go, yes. Because I think that we should all try and understand the bad Chinese, but the only time I read a manual is if it's got a bad Chinese to English translation. Nice. And it's hilarious. Send us in your bad Chinese to English translations, not because it's your schoolwork, but because it's something you received. So in my drawer here, I have a Pritstick and John Steinbeck of Mice and Men. Why do you have of Mice and Men? No, I don't know why that is on my shelf. <laughs> no, it's a good book, but why do you have it? You know, there's also a rubber. Ah, thank you for that. Uh, is is that all that's in your drawers? Because that seems like a very limited drawer. 
I don't think you're taking um, full capacity of your draw space. Well, the thing is, I can't actually look through it because my mic is balancing on top of it. That's so probably why. I'm just moving my head to see what I can find. I've got two big drawers, and they've got lots of plastic boxes in them, and that's where I chuck all the stuff. So it all looks organized, but actually, it's not. Exactly. So what I was... Uh, deliberating on was whether to go through this drawer and the first thing I found was oh, a lump of blue tack um, some red glasses uh, I don't know. a lanyard from Sky Academy oh, I remember oh, that, that. Was fun, wasn't that Sky Academy, a pair of very sharp scissors some, something that looks like a bomb um, <laughs> Charlie the Iranian terrorist you say that, but I've got lots of mechanical things in here with exposed circuitry, so probably, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then any other drawer, it's just sort of utensils, like sort of pens, fluorescent tape, a uh, rubber pug, uh, an old camera from 2004, and the like. Nice. So you seem to have this weird asphyxiation with things, as in the way that I know nostalgia is having a kind of revamp at the moment. Everyone's like, yay, old things, which I completely understand that. And I get behind that. Um, I get behind that movement because I'm a champion of it, I suppose, in its own kind of way. But I have a weird asphyxiation for things that are slightly on the verge of being cool because they're old and just being slightly old. Uh, you know what I mean? So a lot of people are interested in film photography at the moment and VHS cameras, which I have several of, but I've also got this uh, Canon Digital Ixus 55 from I'm assuming 2004 to 2005. All way, of our viewers know what that is. Yeah, either way, it's got a grand total of 5 megapixels. All 5. 5 megapixels. Bearing in mind, my current camera that I use for most things has 30. Nice. So the disparities in pixel quality uh, show uh, how much things can change within any year. Also, for anyone who particularly likes cameras out there, which is no one, um, Canon, I'm very excited for this, have just released updates on their new R5 camera, which I will definitely be buying because it shoots 8K and it's a mirrorless. Interesting stuff. Well, have you got any? Have you got any camera-related stories? Uh, camera-related stories. No, I used to have this um camera when I was young. This toy camera that was pretty cool. It had a few games on it. I like that. That's but... not a camera. That's a phone. Oh no, it's not because it was a toy camera. It has the camera thing and everything. <laughs> it, the camera. Has... Yeah, it had a lens. It had like an a scope. So to speak, a viewfinder. <laughs> a viewfinder. Um, it had um a select grid which would you'd navigate the menus with and play the games with. Had a power button and a photo button. So that was yeah, a pretty good camera. They have power buttons, don't they? One of the ones exactly. stuck with a kind of useless object thing. They I'm desperately. Power... Tr- Go ahead. Sorry. We should. Definitely disband power buttons because they're so annoying. Make it a switch because a yes. button is so much buttons. more easier to accidentally press than a switch. Yeah, 
Buttons only work in certain circumstances. Either replace them with... If it's something that's supposed to be tactile, then yes, okay, a button might work. But normally a switch can always replace a button and make a task that something's designed to do easier and better, for that matter. Exactly. That's the way buttons versus... Go ahead. I didn't hear what you were saying. Go ahead. Fair enough. Um, that was some cool audio stuff that our listeners will appreciate. No, we were talking about nostalgia earlier, oh, and God, um, yeah. Charlie, you that said one. that you have this ver- you verge on it being old and it being not old, and yes. my nostalgia verges on it being old and completely sad. I have Elaborate. been listening. I have been listening for nostalgia to the Super Mario Galaxy soundtrack. It's that's not pretty ba- good. Right, that's not a bad choice. I I can appreciate a classic soundtrack. Exactly, it's all orchestrated. It's really cool. It's, yeah, I, that's I better than some dude with a with a sort of like MIDI controller in a room. I'm desperately trying to find the battery for this old digital Canon Xs thing, but I can't find it anywhere. And I know I've got somewhere somewhere around here because I put it onto charge the other day. I don't know where it is nice. now, though. We'll find it at some point point. Do you know what would be funny quite now? Because Max, our dear guest, Max Sutton, who's sometimes on the podcast, sometimes not, he most of the time isn't. (laughs) Most of the time isn't, but sometimes is. He is in the, um, he's in the podcast server. It'd be funny if he just came live right now and joined into this and was very confused about what was happening. That would be pretty bad. But I don't think he actually uses Discord. No. Yeah, because he's never... I, if I come on here for like various other discords that I'm in, then I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, okay, Max is never on this thing. Exactly, I'm which explain. So you, Karen. No, go ahead. <clears throat> I was going to say, which, he's never on, which explains his username of DirtBlock. DirtBlock, um, which is also what we like to call him in our spare time. Exactly. For his um, dirt... How much do you want to bet he's miss- listening he's to this? Is it live? Are we recording live? It's not. We're not live, but how much do you want to bet that he would be listening to this when it goes out? Probably will be. Shall we insult him, just in case he is? Yeah. Oh, Max, yeah, sure. what time did we start? We started at 43 minutes past, so we've been going for like, what, 15, 17, 17. Okay, so we've been going for... Ups with Charlie. 23 minutes now. Max. Um, Max, get in the bin. I can't box an insult for Max. Max, we're pretty sure you have the coronavirus. Well, that's our first mention of the coronavirus on the podcast. Wow. It is. Uh, Max, you are the stains of Wickford. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, we don't... To Max. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't know, we don't like lots of areas in the UK for unjustified reasons. Will, what area do you hate the most for an unjustified reason? Or can be justified. Depends. Found the battery. You got Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe. Is it because of the name? name. It's It's just the name. name. (laughs) Yeah, it is a horrible (laughs) name. I can, I can heartily, heartily agree with that one. Have you got um, any other? No, uh, well, this is a place I do like. I was driving. I was driving. My dad was driving, but yeah, I was looking at road names. You were driving. Uh, I'd be good at the people around you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you. Watch and 
I, I stumbled upon this road name called Jackass Lane. Ah, like, my that's pretty cool. Road. I like that place, that's Jackass cool. Lane. That is. Right, join us next week for the podcast live from Jackass Lane, where all the relatives have died. Yeah, I think it's about 40 minutes away from here. In which part of the UK was it? Can you be slightly I, specific? I think it's in Kent. I thought, boy, of course it would be in Kent. Kent has the best and the worst of the uh, home counties. Is Yes. Kent is, is classified as still Essex, right? It is, right? Here it is. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> it might be. I'm pretty sure it is. Is it not? Know. Can we get know. the Kent update? I shall have a look. I don't know if it is. I, I, I wouldn't have thought it would be. I thought it was more Yeah, no, it's just, a, yeah, it's just a county in itself. Exactly. Because it's yeah. in London, it's like Bromley and all that jazz. Yeah, sort of, I suppose. We're kind of the same distance from London that, Kent, that like, the majority of Kent is. Either way, Kent has good parts and bad parts. Mainly bad parts. That's the Kent review. That is Kent review. We do we. Uh, what do we rate Kent out of ten? Two. It has some good parts. Two. Yeah. But often, more more often than not, it has bad parts. I'm, I'm uh, giving it. I'm giving it a three purely for Jackass Lane. Purely for Jackass Lane. Thank you, Kent. Um, right. other places I don't like. I don't like Coventry. Mainly the jungle. And con- concrete, yeah. That's essentially, um, yeah, that's essentially what that is. Coventry is just concrete. It's just a mass of concrete. Um, it's, it's quite hard to navigate as well. I've been to Coventry. Yeah, don't bother. Don't bother going to Coventry. Also, another place I hate, if you know me, what place do I hate, Will? Um, Scotland. I, I don't mind Scotland. I hate some of Scotland. But do you know what I really hate? Uh, no. I Go bloody on. hate the Wirral. The Wirral. <laughs> I bu- oh, my camera's beeping. I bloody hate the Wirral, I do. Why do you hate the Wirral? Basically, it sucks, and everyone there can die. Literally, I don't care if everyone in the Wirral dies. Honestly, I have no qualms about it. Basically, the Wirral is sort of the offshoot of north, semi-northern England, sort of like the kind of north-south divide, sort of around that area. You've got yeah, you've got your sort of Liverpool and that area, and then you've got your bloody Wirral, right? Separated by the River Mersey. Thank you to the River Mersey. We like the River Mersey. It separates the Wirral from the rest of the world. It's basically <laughs> a peninsula where they use the postcode of the areas nearby, but don't use their actual own postcode because they're all pricks. Co- uh, not Coventry. Coventry, kind of close to the Wirral, I think, right? Either way, it sucks. And that was the controversial segment of the podcast. Controversial segment. Uh, the Wirral, we don't like you. Um, shall we? Shall we um, have a look at some questions? Some questions and answers. Sure, more, and more questions. Various things that are going on in the world. See what people want to know. Exactly. See what people want to want to do. See what people want to see. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, let's have a look. Right. Um, nah. Here we are. His question. 
What part of the world pre-Rona, as in pre-Corona, do you miss the most? Uh, I know. Uh, I don't really get out much uh, to foreign countries. Um, I'll say Italy, Lake Garda. Cause I don't not? think they mean what part of the world. I think they mean what part of life. They could have specified that, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think they believe that you're a, a globetrotter in your own right. Uh, I miss the I miss the Thailand monks. I miss sitting atop mountains covered in dust, surrounded by monkeys drinking from China bowls, sipping on Thai green curry sauce. In, I have, like, no common sense. The only reason why I did well at school, and I can use past tense, did well, uh, was because everything spoon-fed to me, and I just regurgitate it when I need to. Yeah, so if I that have to is work something out, I, I will not work it out. Yeah, that's how the British education system works. It doesn't. I actually, that's things... a good point. Hopefully, after all this coronavirus, the government, in, like, ten years, they realise, oh, Everyone from 2020 who didn't do their GCSEs and A-level exams, they have performed better and helped the economy, so they would have been able to get better jobs because they got better grades, and they'll realise that GCSEs are essentially pointless and come up with a better system. So it might be a good kind of example setter for the government. Hopefully that would be cool. But I will say, Charlie, that is a big ask of our age group. Fair enough. Or yep. casual, casual a small insults. percentage. To the current year 11. Oh, dear yeah. me. Oh, God. We right, hate a lot of them. Okay, what part of life, not the world, life... <laughs> yeah. What part of everything? Pre-corona. Um... Uh... I know, it was, it, it's very antisocial now. I like the social aspects of life pre-corona. Yeah. I suppose I miss sort of that thing of being able to get on a train and end up somewhere, anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I suppose it's the sort of sense of freedom because us humans have been conditioned through our sort of way of being over the past 50 years to believe that we have this right to freedom, which, which we do in a sense, but we take that right for granted in the way that I could on any other weekend, middle of summer last year, I could hop, hop on a train and up in South End in half an hour and I wouldn't think twice about it. I when we had to go get the beer barrels for our drama GCSE, we hopped on a train to Battlesbridge, was talking to all those like old people and stuff, trying to negotiate getting beer kegs. But now it's kind of like missing that sort of you've still got freedom to like do what you want in your house and sort of go for walks in the morning once a day or whenever. But it's kind of that sort of free roaming thing when taken away from you. You feel like you're sort of in a zoo in a weird kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because a lot of my time I actually spend outside of my house. Yeah, it's kind of that sort of liberalism, those yeah. liberal values that are more prevalent in uh, sort of younger people today, I suppose. I don't really know. Well, from an old, older person's perspective, we had to go see my nan, both of my grandparents. I suppose yours are in quarantine, right? Uh, yeah, they are. And to go visit my nan, we had to drop over some food, so we had to rub it all in sanitizer, put it in bags, wear gloves, deliver it to her door. She had to come to the window, and we had to be on the phone to her speaking. And it's quite weird. We've been on sort of like video chat messages and stuff with them, been in contact with them. But it's sort of a weird kind of... It's kind of made us think in a weird sort of regressive way, this whole corona thing about the um, about the state of our being and the way that we take a lot of these things for granted and a lot of the people as well. Like in this current situation, you're not allowed to go see your grandparents. Maybe you wouldn't always go and do that, but 
now it's kind of that feeling of you want to, I suppose, in a weird way. Yeah, exactly. That that is quite difficult aspect, and it's what's making lockdown so long because you can't actually do that. So yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of the yeah, it's kind of made it sort very of neo neoliberal values that have been impressed into yeah, us over the past however long. A very dry, bland life currently. But hey, yeah. no, we'll get through it. We'll get through it and come out better on the other side. And in five to ten years, we might get radiation poisoning. I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here, actually. I was watching the news yesterday. And there was this reporter. And at the end of his little report, he said um, it was about, like, the army being called in in Italy to take coffins away. And he said, um, in the war... Uh, carries on with humans and the coronavirus, and currently the latter is still winning. No, the latter is not still winning, thank you very much. We've got over 112,000 people who have recovered from the virus, about 400,000 total cases, of which, I know, it's about 4% who have died. We're winning currently. And the, currently we are winning. That we were. was literally there just to spread fear to people and sensationalise it. It's what, what channel crap. is it on? What an absolute... Uh, BBC. What That's the thing with the BBC. It, the BBC used to be a pariah of sort of kind of liberalish, more conservative sort of news, trying to be very factual, but now it's, especially with the whole kind of sort of kind of... It's kind of leaning into that sort of ITV reality style of reporting where things are kind of over-dramatized, not to spread fear, but to kind of drive viewership. It's more of sort of like a clickbait thing, but for the news, it's like, oh, we run this story throughout the day. People are going to see it trending online. They're going to tune into our show. That's sort of driving in this current sort of streaming culture. That's driving news channels to be more sort of sensationalist over things. And that doesn't help anyone out because people listening to the BBC sort of as their, their voice of authority and don't really know where to look for other news sources. For example, The Guardian. The Guardian's a really good one. But it's those people who look towards the BBC and you think of the BBC, you think, oh, it's the state-run broadcasting system. They're going to be as honest as possible. But it's kind of that they've sort of been um, sort of coerced and fouled into that sort of um, the culture of sort of click-basing news in a weird kind of way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone here uses YouTube to get the news. I'm on sure YouTube, some people on YouTube, know. there'll be a lot of the sun and a lot of sky news. Do not listen to them. <clears throat> Cough. Do yeah. not listen to them. I have corona. Dude, I don't. <laughs> Do not listen to them. They're a bunch of tarts who are just no. spreading fear, a lot of them. So yeah, don't, yeah, don't trust to... that guy. Yeah, on the trending the tab on YouTube right now, we've got Sky, we've got like sort of, we've got the New York Times, we've got Jonathan Pye. We always like to see Jonathan Pye. ITV News. There's lots of, they've got a new news section on YouTube now. They've got essentially the Telegraph, BBC, ITV. The Guardian's doing quite well actually. But it's sort of that thing of people need to expect that there's sort of a level of authenticity that you're going to get from a news channel and you have to, because they're going to push their own agenda, right? You're going to have to find the news that's right for you in a weird kind of sort of existential way. Uh, hey ho, news hey channel ho. rants. Yeah, on yep. the subject of sort of isolation, how are you two handling the social distancing? What are you doing to pass the time? Go for it. Um, I'm basically playing the piano 
beating my family at chess. And if I'm not doing that, I'm probably on my phone doing a bunch of random crud. Right and now, also, breaking news. Well, I'm just going to break take news. my dog for a walk. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Can you guess what it is? Um, let me guess. Uh, Prince Charles doesn't actually have coronavirus. No. It was a mistake to blame Meghan Markle. No. Boris Johnson Crop. tests positive for coronavirus. Uh, <clears throat> um, that is quite funny. But that's quite, quite ironic. funny. Quite funny. Not quite that ironic. Curious. Quite weird. He'll be fine. He'll, he'll be fine. He probably will be, to be honest. He will minister, remain in charge of the government's handling of the crisis, so he only says he has mild symptoms like Prince Charles. It bothers okay, me how all these royals are getting tests. When they when it really needs to go to the people who can't afford private healthcare, even if Prince Charles had like some of the worst case of coronavirus and didn't know about it, he would still be able to be treated by like the best physicians in the country who are at his disposal. Whereas the test could go to poorer people who have to rely on sort of public health care. That bothers it's me. Just- we're skewing the data by not testing everyone. The death rate is rising, yeah. even though yeah. it probably isn't, because people are getting coronavirus and recovering from it, but they're not being recorded because they're being yeah. in, qu- in quarantine. So yeah, well, the virus is testing. actually coming across as more deadly than it actually is. Yeah, well, mass testing is, is supposed to be rolled out very soon, actually, is the thing that's going on with that. Exactly, but it's just, is it already too late? Will we probably put those figures back into the thing, hopefully? Yeah. Because if not, what, a bunch of twats. Yeah. What I've been doing to sort of pass the time, I suppose, is sort of just thinking about things along creative line. I've been making sort of stuff for clients, making websites, making graphic design, and got to make a jingle for another podcast. Um, Just various bits and pieces like that, you know? But also I've been thinking about sort of writing more. Do you know what I mean? Like writing another... We should write another show. Yeah, we should. I'm thinking I'm thinking we should do one because we don't have any GCSEs to worry about. Do we? So we, can, so we can do what we could do. We could do one now over the airwaves, but it would suck. So we should probably do one sort of, do you reckon, around summertime, cheer people up a bit? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, crud. Uh, we need Maybe. to make sure... That like lockdown's over, so we've got enough yeah. time to rehearse it together. Yeah, well, we can sort of just like write it and then postpone, like sort of just start rehearsing as soon as lockdown is over. Yeah, we could do. Yeah. So, and I've got like I've been speaking to quite a few people who said they'd be interested in coming to one of our shows, which I don't know if that's sad or a good thing. Either way, new show from us coming soon. Maybe why not? Yeah, why not? <clears throat> I just think. The thing is about doing our shows, it's always like, it's always really fun to do one. And like the last two weeks, neither of us, I don't know about you, but I don't don't get a lot of sleep. It's quite stressful on a day. We do it, it's a load of fun. And afterwards, you feel like you want to do it again. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Especially because yeah, but... we're doing it just us two. We'll probably get Max on again for lighting, depending where we do the show. But it's, it's... that kind of thing of... We, it's kind of like wanting to do something. Like, I really want to do another one as soon as possible. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I, I would like to do another one. Because no, be I think over time, especially compared to our last one in Shabby Road, we sort of like learn the things that didn't go down too well and learn the things that went down really well and sort of leaning into that yeah. sense of being, sort of improving writing styles and sort of narrowing stuff. I suppose we learn a lot from our drama GCSE as well. 
learning how to cut things, learning how to sort of be more judicious about things. Yeah, no, that's... And I've written down a lot of it. I'm sure you've got a lot of ideas as well. Like, we, we gen- generate a lot of ideas, don't we, for some weird un- reason. Exactly. But hopefully yeah. we'll continue that. Yeah, hopefully yeah. A, a show will come soon. Yeah, I've had as an idea, though, for an online... Yeah, I've had an idea for an online sort of sketch kind of thing we could do uh, over this, like, after this coronavirus thing is over. It's called Below Budgets Bonehead the News. On the next sort of big news day, we try and get in the back of as many news t- as TV news shots as possible. Oh, no. And we earn various different points for different stations doing various different silly things in the background of the shots. I think that'd be quite fun. That would be funny. We It'll should do it where painful. one of us we should do it where one of us has to take the underground and one of us has to do it just like walking as to do it on the streets. So one of us has to do it through like Google Maps and then the other one has to do it through like sort of like the tube network. Yeah. That would be quite fun. I'm definitely not doing the tube network. I'll do the and tube I cripple. Like completely cripple when I'm going into an embarrassing situation, so I'll probably be terrible at it. I th- I think it's sort of that thing of we need it needs to be really well planned out. Like we're gonna need we're gonna need several friends to help us out. It's like a camera crew. We're gonna need several people to help us out, sort of working out what stations are live, where, and what times they're broadcasting, and have them on the phone. So we're going to need like a HQ. It's going to have to be like a really well-planned thing. Yeah. I suppose it's going to have to happen sort of next summer. Uh, sure. Because it, it would take a while of planning to get enough people on board to sort of do like the HQ to be tracking all the TV channels and following all the routes and stuff and working out the quickest ways to get there for you and for me and it was working out what sort of closed and then recording all the TV shows and making sure things work. Like it wouldn't be... It'd be too difficult, but we'd need just sort of like a couple people on board who are quite committed to it. Yeah, but that could be quite difficult. Yeah, Very I feel like difficult. I feel like we just need us two plus two other people for location cameras, so like we can get two friends for that, and then just sort of two people back here, or like one person even just to sort of check the routes and sort of check what's going on. Maybe two people to sort of plan stuff out, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I think. Stuff like that, I think, could work quite well. Sort of like a mini sort of game show style thing we could do online. That could work quite well. Mm. We could do Wickford Pac-Man, couldn't we? We could use Wickford. We could use Wickford as a Pac-Man grid, and we dress up in like we get like four people. Well, we get like four, yeah, four people and a Pac-Man, and like we said, five people. For we have to dress up in the colours. And then sort of run around Wickford trying not to get eaten in like the grid of Pac-Man. We'd have to I get like I imagine we'd have to get like a drone the orange ghost. Yeah, like, I feel like we'd have to get a drone orange. for that. Yeah. I feel fun. like that would be quite fun. Do you know that what I mean? Fun. Yeah. We could film yeah, it that as would well. t- Yeah, that would take a bit of planning as well. We'd need to get like maybe like a drone, I don't know. I mean, not really. We could actually just film that on our phones and have it like yeah, fair enough. Like we that, could just do like a, cool. we could do like a body we could do like a body cam type thing. Yeah, that like, could be I've, quite fun. I think that could be. Could... That's a good idea. We'd have the low budgets. Yeah, maybe it would have to be like Basildon or somewhere. Maybe even Chelmsford. 
Somewhere that just sort of re- like resembles the grid most and then has like the clearest routes. I, f- I think Wickford's quite nice for it. Actually. Wickford's quite a good one because it's quite, we've got a lot of sort of like road areas and then sort exactly, of like the town areas as well. Yeah, there's like. I'm going to Google Wickford. <laughs> there's two very distinct ones. There's a one round by mine and there's a one round by yours. Yeah, well, I suppose like we could go through the town as well and have that sort of. Exactly, because that's like the kind of connecting place between the two. Yeah. I would say do it like if we had the Wickford, like Wickford sort of kind of resembles a Pac Man grid in a weird sort of way. It has Actually, kind of that so has a lot of squares to it in the center. And that the um the bridge that links like my bit with your bit, that is like the top part of the grid where it's just a straight line and if you get ghosts there, you're screwed. Yeah. Pac-Man's that's... unforgiving. So what we'd have to do is we'd have to have like a we'd have to get everyone to download like a tracking thing on their phone, like one of those tracking apps, so you can so that everyone can see where everyone's going. Yeah, and like the ghosts can that would be quite fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah, because if you look at like we I'll send you a picture now, but it's really quite quite Pac-Man-ish in a weird kind of way. It's good, quite Pac-Man-ish. <laughs> Thank you, Wickford. Like that would be, we could probably do that this summer. Maybe we've got we've got a long while. Yeah, it's like end of March now. We've got a considerable amount of time. To no, get, that would be fun to get that planned. I'm trying to think if I've got any other stupid game ideas that we could. Have you got any other stupid game ideas that we could do, like a mini sort of reality series thing? Um, probably not. But I can think of some. We could do. Who get gets more high fives? A cardboard cutout of you or you? Oh no, that'd be fun. And we do like two lots of it. We just put a cardboard cutout in town with like a thing that says high five me on it. And then we have you in town with a thing with a sign that says high five me on it. That could be quite fun. That would be fun. Can I spread a useless fact? Go for it. Okay. I have a triangle of freckles on my legs. And the top angle is 55 degrees. Thank you. <laughs> just, thought I'd like, just thought I'd let you know. I thought it was going to be like a world fact that I'd be able to bring up in, um, like, in a conversation, but no. Oh, no. Oh, no, I've got one. I've got one. Um, the terminal velocity of an ant is about 3.7 miles per hour. Thank you. I'll be sure to keep note of that. Every time, if you drop an ant from like, I don't know, 37 miles um, yes. Thank up you. in the sky, it will take a long time to hit the ground. Like a really long time. But, never Thank mind. you. Also, here's, here's a conversion fact for you all. Um, 88 for feet per second is exactly 60 miles an hour. Thank you. Problemo. So every time you're going down 60 on the motorway, you can think, hmm, I'm going 88 feet per second. Or, if you want to put that in really local terms, I'm going at 14.3 recurring of my oldest brothers per second. Yay! Fun facts. I've, Fun facts. I, I was looking through my notes and I've got a couple ideas. We could do mobility scooter office chair conga. <laughs> So it's we try and get the long the longest conga line of office chairs led by mobility scooter possible. 
that sounds fun. Yes or yes. I've had this would be very difficult for me to have to code. Basically, it's sort of trans area ping pong. So you know, like the pong game from back yeah. in the day, first video game. The, the, it's the like classic. that. Yeah, but there's no actual ball. It's just people at the other end of different towns, and you have to bat it back every time it comes over to you virtually. You get a notification on your phone. You have to time it right and like bat your phone, and it will use the accelerometer to say you've batted it back, and it will just fly back across. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I, I actually made Pong on Scratch back in the day. Yeah, because it's Pong. It's easy. I know. It's quite fun, though. I, I enjoyed making it. Fun times. Pong. There you are. Exactly. That's interesting. Do you know what's it? annoying about Pong? What? It doesn't have online accessibility. That's quite... So that's why we need to exactly. make it... Accessible I, don't, I don't know when Pong was made. It was probably in the 1980s, but 1980s I Pong. I think it was 1974. What were you doing? Just internet access. Pong. 1972. I was two years out. Wow. That was good. Ooh, here's a, here's a, a gaming fact for you all. Go for um, it. Dragon, the original Dragon Quest in 1986 was the first video game, like actual video game, which had a different music for its final boss. There you are. Interesting facts. Fact that you'll never remember. Um, uh, what's your preferred brand of toilet paper? Someone asked. Ooh. Ooh. I know. Uh, and- Andrex? Uh- I'm a Cashel man myself. I mean, yeah, Cashel's nice. I I like the uh, puppies on the uh, packaging. Oh, the advert. It's down on my nan. I like the <laughs> dog advert. No, but I, I get the I get the asphyxiation with Andrix, but I think it's sort of there's better brands out there for your toilet Probably paper. Is, to be honest. Yeah, that's why I enjoy Cashel because it's like Andrix but softer. Nice. Oh, we have a disagreement here. My disagreement. <laughs> My roommate recently threw away all of our forks and spoons and replaced them all with forks. Suffice to say, I am not a happy camper. I told him it's not the same thing, but he says we get double the function out of one utensil. Please tell him. Please tell me I'm not crazy. I mean, mm, I, 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 don't I don't get. I, I don't get all the fuss with forks. To be honest, I like. A, 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 a fork and a spoon. It's yeah. I don't like the, I don't like the union. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm not. A spork and a food. It works if you're if you're actually camping. If you're like going on a journey and you need to save space, you get get sure yeah. spork. Why, why not? not? But it's just off-putting in a weird kind of way. You have how much is three utensils really to deal with? Do you know what I mean? It's nothing. I only in- like Sporks for the sketch that we had in Comedy Hurt Spork review. Yeah. That also, those good, ones. Sketch. Yeah. Also, those ones that are forks and knives with like the jagged bit on one of the prongs of the fork on the end. Those don't work because you normally need a fork and a knife to cut. Exactly. Just so you'd need two, sort of defeating the point. Why? Why do people have? Oh yeah, let's just have one. Put everything on one utensil so you can only use one hand. Just use two. It's just yeah. It's like life hacks, but they're exactly. not life hacks. Also, life hacks suck. All those exactly. life hacks thing. Apart go. from if you're in the Matrix, then life apart hacks from if you, sucks. Yeah, that's a good joke. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad, but it wasn't that good either. Yeah, always life kind of a metaphor for my life, really. Yeah, more of just a fact. Um, yeah. If you're ever on Facebook, which I'm sometimes to update our Facebook, um, all those old people post those life hacks. Like, this is so revolutionary. No, it's not. You're gluing cardboard to a bit of string and calling it a key holder. No, just buy a key holder, you idiot. You spend five hours on this and it looks like a tosh. Oh, I cut a mouth in a tennis ball and I'm going to put my wallet in it. Just put your wallet in a drawer or something. No one wants that. It's ridiculous. Well, I've got a tube. It can store three of my tennis balls, but if I cut my tennis balls in half, I can now store six of them. Genius. That's, that's, just, that's just poor. Now you've got to put your tennis balls back together, you twat. Yeah. Idiot. Absolute bloody idiot. Back to your essential oils. Essential oils. oils. Argument. We've got an argument here. Ooh. My brother always has a glass of water and cereal. I find this weird because water and milk don't go together, but he thinks it's perfectly normal who is right. I think it's okay to have. Also, I'm, I'm vegan, so I have like vegan milk. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like that stuff. I don't. I just. Uh, abstain from milk generally but yeah i don't think it's bad to have a glass of water with like cereal because you get thirsty after having the cereal it's like if you go for breakfast somewhere if you go for dinner and you got like an orange juice you, or a coffee you want to have a water with it as well because you need a break your palate needs a break and you need that water to sort of cleanse it out a bit do you know what i mean yeah no normally i am um, i will either have Milk on my cereal, a milk in a cup, or milk on my cereal and apple juice. But then, like half an hour later, I'll have some more water. Yeah, I like to have the two drinks so I can choose between them. If I get too sick of the like the other one, I can always dip into the water quickly to refresh me palate a bit. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as 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 you know, Charlie, variety is essential in my life. I don't know how I can live without variety. Um, sure. <laughs> I have the same bread every day. It's normally plain. Same bread. Uh, when I'm yeah. on holiday, same I have the bread. same flavors of ice cream. When I go to a restaurant, I have the same meal. Variety the same is really place. important to me. Exactly. Yeah. Variety is just so... I, I, I cannot live without variety. Yeah. Um, this is important, apparently. Yeah, because it's just, important. just leave your brother alone. I yeah, mean, leave your brother alone. That's when fine. When comes perfect. to shove, it's only your brother. Yeah. And... You must push and shove your brother. Exactly. This one has two sirens next. Yeah, I appreciate that. This one says, important with two sirens next to it. How quickly could you speed run every crime in the country if you could choose the date and your age and you don't have to hide from the cops and stuff? Dude, I can do that crud in half an hour. Yes. 20 minutes. 25. Day. Half, half an hour, every single crime. I mean, there's a lot of crimes to do, but you can do most of them all in one place. Yeah. Or like, I mean, yeah, give, give me half an hour, I'll be back home yeah. after I've done it all. That's a, a sort of thought I just had. You know The Purge, the film Purge? For, for, for this certain period of time, all crime is legal. Why does everyone go to murder? You can literally rob a bank and no one can stop you. Exactly. You have like. Why do you go to murder? 
you'll be rolling in it. Yeah, that's and ridiculous. you can use that money to purchase a security system, so next purge, you won't get murdered. Yeah. It's, it's just a simple fact of, you know, the purge... Actually, I think the purge is quite a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Uh, if it had, I don't, but If it had not? some rules and regulations to it, it's good for deep. No. It's good for population decrease, and that, it, um, that's the point of the purge. It doesn't have any regulations, Charlie. No, but there were if there were like people to enforce, uh, d- to sort of enforce restrictions on more unbridled chaos. So if people just started like doing something like nuking the world. Then that would be out of out of whack, but stuff that's sort of more minuscule, like just sort of one to one murder. A good, a good old fashioned one to one murder, one to one bludgeoning. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it in the, it's like communism. In theory, it should work, but there's no real way to do it where someone doesn't end up getting too greedy. I mean, I've got a list of twats I'd like to like put six feet under. Yeah. But you know, hey-ho. Someone put, did you notice how the coronavirus started in China, yet no other Asian nation has been affected? And uh, my immediate response to that is South India, Korea, Japan, so, yeah. India, Thailand, Philippines, and Malaysia all got infected. So Exactly, and North Korea. Just because they Korea. executed everyone yeah. who got the virus doesn't mean that's they didn't quite, have the virus. That's quite funny, actually. <laughs> they it just is very that. funny. <laughs> Oh, we have an argument. 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 You argument. had a slight. You had a slight delay there, so it went argument. 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 Ah. Argument. This is mic delay. This is the low budget's mic delay podcast. Low budget's mic delay podcast. We're probably out of sync. Uh, argument. My brother keeps his toothbrush and toothpaste in the shower. He says it saves time, but we share the toothpaste and I have to go into the shower every time to grab the toothpaste. I say he it, can put the paste on his brush, then go into the shower. Also, it's gross to keep it, the brush in the shower. No, no. You, you have a toilet, a sink, a, and a shower in your bathroom, and that's, I trust, what you're calling the shower. Keep yeah. your bathroom in there, because you should go in the bathroom to brush your teeth so you've got a sink where you could spit it all down. That is not yeah. disgusting. Your brother is what's doing efficiency. Yeah, it's it goes to the same place. It's essentially a shower is just a big sink, really. Exactly. Keep it. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, don't like brush your teeth in the bath and spit it down yeah. the bath. But yeah, like, also, if you've got a sink, yeah, keep yeah, it in also, the same place. Why, why are they sharing toothpaste? Toothpaste are like a pound a tube. No, we we share toothpaste, and we share it between three of us. Yeah, but in, no, but in, I thought in the this hunt household. Yeah, no, like we shared toothpaste too, but I, I assume this is just sort of two brothers living together because he's like, I can't tell who this person is. Um, this person is like twenty. Uh, Yowch! Uh, stop getting your parents to buy some your toothpaste for you and start buying it yourself. Yeah, I feel like it's okay at like when you're when you're in a family sort of situation. But when you're just like living as two brothers, just buy your own toothpaste if it upsets you that much. Yeah, but like, even if working, even if he did something that upset, yeah, even if like it did do something that upset it to you, then then like just buy another oh, toothpaste. Oh, the better you can play pranks on him. Yeah, like fill it with uh, whale semen. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's that's a thing you can easily get hold of. Easily get hold of if you come to my house. We're drowning in it, literally. Um, my friend has been telling me that growing up, he would eat something called milk toast, where he would make toast, butter it, then cut it up and eat it like cereal with milk. I think that's the uh, the grossest thing I've ever heard of. Am I overreacting? No, you're not. That's disgusting. So what? He's getting toast. He's buttering the toast. He's putting it in milk and eating it. Yes. Just get some soup to put the toast in and don't butter the yeah, toast. Downright detestable, honestly. I mean, like, yeah, milk's, like, too not viscous. No, and it would taste disgusting. <laughs> You've probably got, like, sugar in the milk as well. Exactly, yeah. If you want to put, like, toast in soup, yeah, sure. But in milk? No, the milk will just go into the toast. Yeah, we just have Just buy some here. shreddies if need be. Yeah, just have your cereal toast separate, you idiot. We have here... We have boxes of cereal. Fun. You don't need to make your own cereal. <laughs> Yeah, we have a, a very blunt statement here. Not with a question mark, but a full stop statement. on the end. Favourite breed stop. of fish? Uh, my favourite breed of fish? Blobfish. Blobfish. I don't know if that's actual, actually a breed of fish, though. I think it's more of a breed of... Um, a, a oh, sort it's like got a fish cam- in the name. It's probably it's like a, a sort fish. of Cambrian offshoot, I think. I think you just called it fish. Uh, Charlie, it. it's not called a blob Cambrian offshoot. No, but it's easy just said. to call it a blobfish because that's pretty funny. Blobfish. That's kind of cool. What other one is that? I don't know. I'm trying to think back to that book, o- Commotion in the Ocean. Because I, I like, um, before I was vegan, I used to enjoy salmon. I used to enjoy mackerel. Oh, and I used to enjoy to eat? Uh, smoked haddock. Yeah, favorite, favorite fish. You could oh, also like fav- sea bass as well. Because, like, my favourite fish is a blobfish, but my favourite fish to eat, I've never eaten a blobfish, and I don't want to. My favourite, mm. cod. I love cod. Fish fingers is where it's at. Yeah. I do like fish fingers, though, because they're not very good quality fish, but they taste really good for some reason, do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's weird, it's a weird fascination so with them. Weird. Exactly. But, yeah, I like, if it was in a restaurant, I would have, like, either a salmon or, like, a sea bass with, like, capers or, like, a, a mint sauce on it. I normally have or cod. Maybe if like there a isn't cod, smoked haddock in a wrap. Yeah. yeah, I like more of like the flavored fish. Maybe like lobster. That's quite fun. Yeah, the blobfish is actual name is the Cycrolutes uh, marsidius, coming from the Cycroludiate family. It's probably a fish. Basically, from Australia, including Tasmania. Tasmania. There we are. We got it in the end. He's an it's a, aquatic, yeah, for its aquatic, aquatic fish aquatic mammal action. There's well, not a mammal; it's a fish. Egg-laying fish yeah. of action. Well, it's not really a fish because it says where where it should say fish in its like type. It just says species. Species. <laughs> there we are. What's no, your favourite no, species? No, nobody knows what it is. No. Oh, this is quite fun. You know the inside of your arm? So, like, if you bend your arm, you know, sort of, like, the crevice inside of your arm? Yeah. Like, your elbow is called the weenus. The inside is called the medial epicondyle of the humerus. The medial epicondyle of the humerus? Yeah. They're saying coughing to your elbow, but they should be saying coughing to your medial medial epicondyle of the humerus. Of the humerus. Yeah. 
I just thought it was quite interesting. I, I, I medial epicondyle of the humerus. I will start saying that. Yeah, because that is just is, cere- is cereal a soup? Noxious, huh? Is cereal, is cereal a, soup? a soup? Yes. Well, considering that I just complained about have a, a milk being a substitute for soup. No, mi- cereal is not a soup. Yes, it is. Because what constitutes a soup is liquid with flavouring, right? I know, but I could have cereal it's dry. I don't, I don't need milk. On no, my it cereal. means it means within it means just like with milk. Why are people like so not literal? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's you look can up have, the deck. You could have cereal alone, like cocoa rocks. That was no, nice that's alone. too dry. Soup is a liquid dish. Typically savoury or can be sweet, and made by boiling a substance in uh no not boiling a substance a substance or mixture regarded as resembling a liquid dish typically savoury or sweets, and made by combining ingredients either meat fish vegetables or etc. So, considering that you said boiling the first time, then took it back, I'd presume that that disproves your point that cereal is not a soup. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was boiling, but it's it's just boiling. It's just meat that's boiled. Fish doesn't have to be boiled to be in soup. Uh, cereal is not a uh, soup. You can have raw fish if you're Japanese. What's your opinion on camels? On camels? I think they gave us MERS. Probably. And also, if we were sitting science GCSEs, we might have been asked about their adaptation, but probably not. Oh, oh, they have, I, I don't know, they probably have a long loop of Henley because they live in the desert. Yeah. That was my, um, sci- my science knowledge for you. Yeah, another question uh, on the subject of animals. Why are birds? Why are birds? Why are birds? That's what we want to know. Why are, why are birds? Who sent that question in? Uh, uh, show teeth. Um, whose, I'm gonna... bio, whose bio reads, vegan, eco-socialist, in a world of plenty, we will not suffer. I'm going to answer their question with a question. Why are birds what? Get back to us if you want to know the answer to that question. Exactly, and we'll answer it in the next podcast. Yay! What's Yay. the most productive thing you've done in during? What's the most productive thing you've done during social distancing? Um, <laughs> played the piano. Why not? Play the piano. I think it's either make a web. It's make a website. That's pretty, pretty productive. You got your silk glands from your rear, and you made a web. Yes, I did. Uh, throw rocks at me? No. Yes. <laughs> Will will throw rocks at you. <laughs> I'll purely I'll, gratefully. I'll, I'll probably miss unless I throw them underarm, but I will happily throw rocks at you. Yeah. Um, question to the listeners slash viewers. Should we have Max on as a phone-in guest next week on the podcast? If yes or no? If he's up for it. If he's alive still. I saw him last on Friday last week, so I saw him a week ago today. That was the last we saw Max. <laughs> yeah. Well, when did you last see him? No, it wasn't. It must have been two weeks. 
I saw him on Friday. Oh. I saw him when I was with a friend, and he was around, sort of walking his dog. I, I, I must have. I saw him not last Monday, but the Monday after. You must have I, seen him. I would, I would tell Monday. you on the sixteenth yeah. was the last time I saw him. Yeah. I saw him on Friday. He was in sort of a kind of worse for wear condition. He should have technically been inside because it's probable that he has corona. So he should have had someone else to walk the dog. But um, he was out. He was out there with his old dog. We said he's hello. He's probably fine, to be honest. He's always ill. It's probably just another illness that he's picked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I, saw, I saw him around and he left. And took my friend to her work, and then uh, I saw him again when I was walking back the other way with a different group of people that he could have been that he could have infected. Oh, well Max, you are a very considerate person, considerate citizen. So we might have him on next episode of the podcast if he's alive. I'm trying exactly. to think if we if we know anyone of any kind of vague world importance that would be happy to come on the podcast. Vague world importance. Maybe we could get Richard Arnold on. What? Um, chase up Anita Land. Yeah, because he was away for uh, for viewers who don't know, listeners who don't know, because some of you are from America and New Zealand. Most of this show has alienated you. But Richard Arnold is a popular sort of TV news media presenter specializing in showbiz on various different TV shows on the ITV Channel Network. Very popular and hosts a lot of things. He's quite fun. And we did a song about him in our last show for God knows why. Because um, you we tried to get to. him. Yeah, I thought it was, it was quite funny. People seem to like it. That's the thing yeah. pe- most people remember. People remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was all well and dandy. It was. Yeah, it no was people. Nice, yeah. yeah, I got a lot of compliments about it afterwards. Actually, people liked that one a lot. Um, a lot of family liked it as well. Um, but yeah, we tried to get him to come to our last show, see if he'd like sort. of Calm, I guess, but no, he was on holiday in America doing whatever he was doing, and his Isn't agent Japan, Japan, what or the other? He was no, he was in Japan when we tried to contact him, but he was in America for our actual show. Jet Setter, he gets Richard Arnold. Richard Arnold, he's popular in Japan, America, and the United Kingdom. Maybe American viewers might know him. No, they won't. Um, also in the um, Belarus region. Yeah, Richard Arnold, Belarus. Belarus. I like the. I like the. uh, I was going to say theme tune for Belarus, and then I realised I meant national anthem. That's Russia. I know, but Russia and Belarus are basically the same thing. Either way, the Belarus national anthem is like. It's really fun. Look up the Belarus national anthem. How do you know the Belarus national anthem? I said it because I think I was thinking of like the Balearic Islands. Yeah, either way, I, 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 I know I the Belarusian accident. Either way, I know the Belarusian national anthem. Also, yeah. here's an interesting thing Spain and Portugal's national anthems don't have any words in it. Thank you. I mean, at least we don't have to hear their voices. Yeah, thank God they're Spanish. Either way, we tried to get Richard Arnold to come, but he wouldn't because he was busy, and his agent, Anita Land, is probably the worst agent or person, uh, bar Carla Andrews, that we've ever had to deal with. Carla Andrews will forever be the worst person we've had to deal with. Yes, she was very uncomfortable, one to look at, and 
to, because yeah. she keeps sort of staring at me oddly as well, which was a weird thing that I was kind of off put by. And then she sort of just sort of hijacked our show and didn't make things very enjoyable for us. Um, but also along that same line, Anita Land was sort of very blunt and obviously didn't want Rich to do anything because she's an imbecile. Hey. We could try and contact Anita and try and get her on the sh- tr- no, try and get her on the show, try and get Richard on the show. Well, we could, we could call up Anita and say you're live on the podcast and scare her. Uh, no, because then she... we're never going to get through to Richard Arnold because he's already insulted Anita. So yeah. if she watches this, no, because if uh, she was, we're, if we're she was on, place. yeah, no, if she was on the podcast live, she would have to say yes, wouldn't she? Because it's not like Richard's doing anything. It's just at home. He's not even reporting on anything, is he? He hasn't got a job at the moment. Uh, that is a good point. So, Richard, I'm going to DM him later, and we'll see what happens. Will, you should do that as well. <laughs> Why not? Next episode, we might have Richard Arnold, but probably not. Oh. Um, any other notable guests that we know? Notable guests? Um... Yeah, I've got no clue. Yeah, I don't really know anyone, do we? Um, <laughs> Russell, uh, let's get Noel Gallagher on the show, guys, from Oasis. We can, tr- we can try and get Terry to contact Steve to contact that CBeebies person. We could get the CBeebies person could, on the We on could the show. get the creator of Little Cook, Big Cook on the podcast live. Big Cook, Little Cook, not Little Cook, Big Cook. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, we could also get... Big Cook, um, Little Cook, welcome to our cafe. That's yeah, all I remember. We should get we should get that guy on to give us some more useless tips about how to do things in the industry, which was uh, essentially <laughs> for a man who was there to teach us his expertise. His advice was, uh, which was quite yeah. funny. It, it was it was very useful. We 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 thought we were being very clever asking him that question, and then we got the most disappointing response we have ever received in our lives. Yeah, he's a very disappointing man with a very disappointing plan and a very disappointing can of water. Um, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and water's ridiculous. Saying that, I I've I've only ever drank from a can once, and that was. Water and it was very difficult and obnoxious. I like I didn't like it because it's. I'd like it if the cans were bigger because they charge like two pound and it's like a tiny little can. But it's because it's recyclable. It works better than bottles. They do them at ZSL London Zoo. Interesting facts about can water that you didn't need to know. They that sell the them Southampton boat show. Ah. Seriously, Will's Will's one uh, foray into the world of boating at the Southampton Boat Show has yielded so many stories that they're actually countless. Uh, Will, have you got another story to pluck from this myriad of untruths and fabled lies of the Southampton Boat Show? Have you got a particularly interesting story shrouded in mystery clouds that you are yet to unfurl for us on this podcast about the Southampton Boat Show? Yeah, why not? Today, we are going to focus on the illustrious, the stupendous snobs that are Sunseeker. Now, Sunseekers are lovely boats, don't get me wrong, but they employ only the most richest stuck-up snobs to look after their big boats you could possibly hope to get. 
Like, you have to have a special pass, which you only get from earning a certain amount of money. I swear that's how it worked. Just so they was like, okay, so rich people can come on the boats, and then, so then they have a chance of buying the boats. Also, they, like, ban the boats to the general public, like, (laughs) later on in the day. We only got to go on this Sunseeker, I don't know, it was probably like a 48... Uh, early on in the day, because there was few people about, but later on in the day, that was like closed off as well. So just ridiculous. It's a boat show. Let people see your boats, because otherwise there's no point in you being there. But hey, that is yeah, something. That's yeah. We don't like Tories. We don't like rich people. Eat the rich people. Hey, if, that's a fun we, thing to do in your spare time. The Sunseek person we spoke to. I'm not sure if any of you have seen Come Fly with me, but um, I believe uh Penny the like first class flight attendant she was the the person we spoke to was literally her that's quite funny actually all rich people are like that and it's somewhat depressing very annoying to deal with yeah we don't like you we don't like you we don't we don't we don't like you no No, we don't no we don't here's a weird one uh a boat company called fairline make a boat called Targa. And there's also a company called Targa, which makes Targas. Different Targas, very different style. Yeah. Can you elaborate for our Yeah, can you elaborate for our sort of more foreign audience what a Targa is, Will? The thing the thing is, I don't really know. It's probably like just like a car, like it's just a model of boat that's got a certain design. Yes. Um, that that's what I get. Like it's probably that's like a BMW 5 series of boats. Ah, uh, the BMW 5 it, series of y- Yeah, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's... It's pretty cool. And you don't give that's it a pretty second cool. Um, this The Southampton Boat Show has yielded so many stories that it's actually incredible that one place that sounds like the most uninteresting, sort of decrepit pit of despair and sort of death on earth could yield such great and interesting stories, especially the one if you can't find someone in uh, Southampton, they're probably in Jersey. Exactly. Well, that, that's a good story. I have that mentioned that story. before, though. I will not repeat that story. Go sift through our previous episodes to find Yeah, that basically story. go listen to everything we've ever done, all of our output. Somewhere you'll find that story. Yeah, it's quite it, impressive, honestly, that uh, that a place that appears to me to be the most vacuous sort of uh, Tory-filled cesspool of despair and sort of unworthiness in modern society could uh, produce such great and interesting uh, stories of advocacy for laughing at rich people. Yeah. But Thank you, home. Southampton Boatshow. When's the next one? Uh, it's normally in September time, so there's still a chance it could be going ahead. Shall shall we go as the low budgets? <laughs> I mean, we can do if you want to. <laughs> yeah, Southampton International Boat Show, 11th to the 20th of September. What's the best way to go? What's the best date to go on? Um, well, it's normally a weekday. My, my my dad was thinking about pulling me out of school to go to the Southampton Boat Show, <laughs> which I would have absolutely loved that. But no, we went Your on dad, East Sunday. a minister for education, <laughs> yep. decided what's a good idea. 
to go to the bathroom. So we can either. It was my mum who said no. So we can either go on Sunday the thirteenth or Sunday the twentieth. And I think we should ask Max along as well because I think he was there for the the story. Was he not? I think he was. Yeah. So um, low budgets outing to the Southampton boat show. Are tickets free or is it like a paid thing? I imagine no, it's it's paid. My dad, my dad gets discounts. My dad gets discounts. I don't know why, but he he does get discounts, which is nice. Yeah. How do you get discounts to the thing? Is I don't know. <laughs> Tickets for the 2020 boat show will be available to purchase in the spring. I am not going to sign up to their newsletter. Although, do you know what I am going to do? I'm going to sign you up to the newsletter, Will. Oh no! <laughs> no, I've I've got a um a thing down here. I think it's from the Southampton boat show. Ah, dear me. Ah, crud. Right, this is. Uh, stand-up paddle. As you walk into the boat show, you'll get a bunch of shops. I mean, to sell a bunch of boating stuff. And last time I was there, I was interested in a, a paddle board. Because I, oh, I, I did it on holiday, and it's very fun. So yeah, these, I I still have these in my room. Um, right, well, your subscription to the Southampton Boat Show website has <laughs> no. been um, confirmed, and you've been added to the list, and you'll hear from them weekly. Enjoy that. Thank, thank you, thank you very much. I will happily read their emails. So we might go to the Southampton Boat Show, maybe. How much are tickets? I don't know. They're pretty expensive. I I imagine it's either really expensive or just unnecessarily like wildly. Let's have a look. Will, uh, can you tell us about? Tell us about. Tell us about the Southampton Boat Show. I want to explore that further. I think it's quite an interesting avenue of uh, discussion. So the Southampton Boat Show, it's really about kind of like showcasing boats and helping other aspiring boaters or other boaters out. There's a lot of shops to get like a lot of stuff like speakers, steering wheels, anti-foul stuff, which is basically cleaning of your hull so a bunch of crud doesn't grow on it so you can go faster, further, with less fuel com- fuel consumption. Also, just keeps your boat in good nick. Uh, nose. And um, so, yeah, you can buy a lot of stuff for your boat to improve it, to make it a much nicer place, much more hospital- hospitable place. So that's always always very nice. Um, and then you've also got the main boats. Like, there's a lot of big boats. You'll see what, um, a Squadron 53? I believe that was we went on that last year. That was really it was such a nice boat. It really was. It was unbelievable. Absolutely lovely. Um then there there was a massive Sunseeker. That was like Sunseeker 73. Its bathing platform, which is the part at the end of the boat, was absolutely massive though. It's unnecessarily unnecessarily big. You'll like have to get a bunch of people to successfully berth the boat, which is basically parking. Right, that was the most boring thing I've ever heard. F- thank you. I'm explaining it, but no, uh, you get a bunch of shops, <laughs> they do like water sports and all that jazz, it's nice to go around there, and get some That's... nice people spreading their Prometheus-like knowledge, it's really not. Right, that... I've got some exciting news. I think... Children ages 15 and under are free to get in, and guess what? 
We're going to say we're 15. Are you excited? Like or pardon? Not sure it works like that. <laughs> it does work like that. The website says child children ages 15 and under free. Anyway, wait. wait. We'll sort it. We'll sort it out nearer to the time. Don't either way, if we either way if we do need to get a ticket, it's 22 pounds, which isn't that bad. Also, two hours and 45 minutes on the train currently. Probably around then it'll be one hour and 30 minutes because all the train works will be sorted. Uh, so that was the Southampton boat sh- boat segment. If that didn't bore you to death out of a decrepit state of fear and loathing towards uh, people who own boats. Probably did. Probably. Um, here's a question. How are you today? I'm alright. Yeah, done living. I thought you said you're done living and I thought, okay, <laughs> we're going to have our first podcast <laughs> suicide. <laughs> no, I, I'm living and I'm livid. Why are you livid? No, really, it's just just sounded right to say really. Yeah, it's sort of that kind Lose. of mood. Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. I'm livid at Rupert, Mur- Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. How are you staying sane during quarantine? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, no. Which is why I've just been talking about boats and I told you the terminal velocity of an ant and unit conversion. Yeah. Thank God I know another fact, but I'm not going to say it. Say it, please. There's, there's oh, we no. need I will. I will text you the fact, but I am not going to be the one saying it. Okay, I will say the fact as no, soon you, as I physically you, can. <laughs> the thing is, is that you do not want to. Um, right. We'll see. Um. So I think it's sort of that time in the show where we should. Um. We should. Uh, what do we normally do? Kind of forgot, really. Um, we should, we should, we should do the noun segment, shouldn't we? Noun segment. I have delivered the fact to you. You do not want to read it. Make sure you read it before you say it. All right. Right. I'm gonna read it out without looking at it. Also, there's a type typo at the end. Okay. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not looking that. at it. I've opened the message app. Three, two, one. The skin on your lips is the same skin type as the skin on your anus. It's a fact for you, rather. Uh, now, everyone listening has just tuned off of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. You're never going to use your lips again. And is very confused as to all your anus again. Depends which one you like more. <laughs> um, now, segment. Now, segment. Now, that's, that's a noun. A we noun. like John Steinbeck. Yeah, sure, necessary, why not? Yeah, first noun, guest. Um, they're alright, uh, sometimes can be a bit annoying when they ask for breakfast in the morning. No thanks, make it yourself. Max um, is a bit of an annoying guest. Annoying guest, some guests can be nice. Power, necessary, to power things. P- power's necessary. Power is necessary, unless you are a human uh, endothermic reaction. In which case, we'll give you more power just so we can see what happens. Yeah. Uh, next noun, loss. Um, you might be dealing with it after this whole coronavirus thing because either a relative will have died of the coronavirus or will have killed them in an insane sort of uh, The Shining style fashion. Very, 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 very sad when you lose things as well. I, uh... <laughs> That's, go I'm ahead. not going to go back into the story, but I, I thought I lost my DS for good after I dropped it down the toilet. 
Yeah, that's a, a harrowing story. Personally. That's harrowing story, which you can see. You can listen to all of that story unfold <laughs> on the um, and we'll just died again. <laughs> I knocked my mic over again. That's why. You are. can listen. To, you can listen to and see the whole story of Will's DS toilet fiasco unfold on our Instagram at I think we got it podcast and at low budget and at the low budgets on Instagram. Also, whilst we're here, let's promote our TikTok at low budgets. Go follow us. Enjoy. Live. Laugh. Love. Next noun analysis. I'm just gonna cut that one up quickly. Um, uh, yeah, if we pun. delve deeper into that one, that was a pun. That was a pun. Laugh. Um, uh, right, next laughter. Yeah. <laughs> right, next noun. Let's tuck in dinner. See what I did there? I like that. that I, I did see what you did there. Actually, no, I didn't. I heard what you did, though. Yeah, um, thank you. No, I love dinner, especially roast dinner and fish fingers. Roast, roast nice. dinner and fish fingers together? That's a bit odd. Uh, that, that was a, a, an interesting combination. I'm, I'm quite open to it, but nah. The, my two yeah. favourite dinners. Roast. Roast dinner and fish fingers. Yorkshire puddings and, and potatoes. Roast potatoes. I think you're going to say retainers. So Yorkshire puddings and retainers. <laughs> <laughs> my my favourite dinner. Don't need anything else in life. Yes. Yeah. I think I might have a thing that can produce canned laughter. Ooh. Basically, a while ago, I bought an old sort of sound effects box that has been that has been sort of like hacked to have a button in it that adjusts the pitch of it. So we can try and hook it up to something and see what happens to it. Probably nothing. Nice. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, did I really like dinner? I do like a roast dinner. I especially love a good roast potato. That's particularly exactly. interesting. Do you know what I mean? That's so nice. Very so nice. Uh, Will, what's your least mm. favorite dinner? My least favorite dinner. What, like, just food I don't like or food I do like, but I like the least? Uh, whatever you want. Do, do both. Do one, what, do both. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like chili. I don't like chilies. Uh, Sorry, chili by ch itself? <laughs> a, sing yeah. a singular chili or chili is in the country chili? Uh, we'll go or is it the weather type? Well, no, I like, I like the chilliness weather, but now yes. we'll go. Don't 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 like chili. That's it's not very nice, really. Um, and dinners that I do not like, but I like the least. Thank you for that. Uh, I don't know really. Um, that clap sound goes on for a bleeding oh, long I, time. That does. I, actually, no. I I know what it is. It's probably um, if you get southern fried chicken goujons if they're burnt. I don't like burnt southern fried chicken. Goujons. Yeah, burnt things aren't great. Uh, I think this might be laughter. We're about to find out. <laughs> that was not laughter. <laughs> no, but we'll take it anyway. And we have a call in. Thank you for that. Yes, Mrs. Williams. Of course, we'll get right back to you on the death of your dog. Um, Ouch. Um, yeah, Ouch. I like I like a lot of food. Um, particularly into um sort of like uh, vegan sort of replacements at the moment. There's a lot of good stuff going on in that sort of market, especially in the whole kind of like alternative burgers and various things in that sort of domain. You'll, you'll be happy to know I that... I found the laughter. Uh, thank you. Um, you'll be happy to know that my mum bought Flora. So that's our tub. 
And then two days later, she brought some anchor. But I'm I'm going through the flora to use it up. Going through the flora, are you sure there's just not a hole in your ceiling then? Um, no, because I've already fell down that. No, this is the butter. Oh. I should, no, I should, I should fix it up. It's quite nice when someone walks under it because I can like throw stuff down at them. It's yeah, quite, that's pretty interesting. That yeah, and Will, do you want to tell a joke? Uh, um, oh, speaking of jokes, I dug out a joke book the other day. Uh, oh, it yeah. Was, it's, it's probably all plagiarised jokes, knowing. Yeah, can we get a joke the, to test our candle? The, young, the younger me. Right. One joke. We'll one go joke. for this one. Uh, I bought some apocalypse cheese the other day. The packaging on it said, best before end. <laughs> wow. The, the puns. I used to live in a teapot. I know what you're thinking. Poor me. Did you not find that funny? <laughs> oh no. That's that so nice. I'm glad we have that. Ah, we have another sound effect. <laughs> For when you need to move away quickly. Basically, this sound effects box has got a little modulation knob on it, so it basically can decrease the pitch whenever I want to. Nice. You ready for this? That was beautiful. That was the sound that you hear when you die. Or the sound you hear when you enter Will's house. <laughs> I can confirm. Right, next noun, permission. Not necessary. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I just read this one, I like this. Uh, I like telling chemical jokes from time to time. I told one just the other day, uh, there was no reaction. Need to get out of here quickly before I die. Yeah, that's... Go, and play, uh... go play, play the get out of here quickly one. That was my cue. And Will has left the building. But guess what? Will is back in the building. I'm back. That sound effect goes on for far too long. That's uh, what we assa- haven't tested. My assassins have left and I'm back. Um, I like sorry. that one. Uh, I, I, I can't hold it in. Um, <laughs> hopefully the Iranian terrorists don't, don't catch me. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was very funny. This entire time I've been recording it... the podcast, I've just been looking at my collection of Nerf guns that have just been stashed in a box. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite fun. <laughs> is this what this podcast has come to? It's just a sound effect podcast. Yeah. Okay. And now we have an opinion on the noun permission from Mrs. Williams and what she got to say. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she says she doesn't let her son outside the house. He is yellow and a spider. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Williamson, for that. Next noun, salad. Oh, salads. Uh, mm, 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 uh, I like yeah, salad. I really like salad. Yeah. Do you like salad? It's, it's cool. It's got a nice, healthy feel to it. It makes me feel good when I eat it. Hell yeah, salad. <laughs> thank you, salad. This podcast has been sponsored by salad. I like. I wish we could get sponsored by salad. I'm now I holding get... the body of a oh. black illegal weapon. <laughs> if you can hear that, that is me pulling yeah. the rev trigger. Thank you. No problemo. 
Oh, and someone has taken offence to your uh, comment about illegal weapon. Mrs. Williams, what have you got to say? <laughs> yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. yeah, okay, she says she was once in MI5 and she takes great offence to your statement that you could own a legal weapon. She has killed several men and doesn't think you're possible of doing that. Uh, I've got a message for Miss Miss Williams. Yep. Uh, uh, shut up. Uh, you're a woman. Get in the kitchen. Miss Williams, what have you got to say back to that? Yep. Okay. 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 Yeah. She says she is in the kitchen. She's lost her legs and she needs help. Uh, we'll be joining Miss Williams next week. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, three more rounds okay, left. Pun. Go for it. Go for it. Go. Speed. Oh, go. Say, I'm gonna quickly uh, put Miss Williams on the nine 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 blacklist. Yeah, Miss Williams, you're now on the nine 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 blacklist. A blacklist. I'm holding a black gun with a lot of uh, marks on it from where it's been used. So it's got orange and white splodges. Is it the Project Galactica gun? It is the Pro- Project Galactica gun. Yay! Yay! So only the base of it, though. Ah, only the base? Yeah, so it doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh, there's the, uh, there's the, uh, the barrel extension. Here we are. Oh wow! Now it's no—it's no longer illegal now. No and longer looks... illegal. Yeah, that—the low budgets. <laughs> no right. Three illegal. more nouns left. Let's speed run these nouns. First noun: outcome. Uh, is inevitable. Uh, second noun: throat. Um, go for it. Throat. Throat. Yeah. Oh gosh, sore loser. Okay. Last one. Assistance. Well, I'm going to need your help on this. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Charlie. I'm going to have to phone a friend. References. There you are. That was the noun segment. Well, if you've got any more things to say to add to this plethora of disease and death. Um. Uh. Uh. Ooh. ooh yeah, uh, kind of. Ah. Uh, uh, ting tang. Walla walla bing bang. Ooh, you. Um, yeah, uh, look up uh, there's, if you want to know anything about diseases, there's this channel called Kyrgyzstan on YouTube watch Kyrgyzstan. them, they've done uh, immune system, which looks at like a cold and also explains the immune system they've done measles, they've done Ebola and now they've done coronavirus, I would suggest watching them all to know how your body fights off a disease, um, but it's very dark and nihilistic, Kyrgyzstan, that's kind of the style of their videos, so don't take anything what they say as literal because it is mostly just a nihilistic view So yeah. looks at, also look at their video, Optimistic Nihilism because that's a thing that exists. Yeah, I would uh, if we're on recommendations to sort of close out the podcast, I would recommend if anyone's bored and has got anything to do and wants to listen to something fun, Russell Brand, revered comedian, had a podcast, well, a Radio 6 show. There's also a podcast that was broadcast live on Sundays from 10 till 1 uh, throughout 2006 to 2008. And they're all online now if you search up Russell Brand podcast and start on episode 5 and go all the way through. It's really entertaining. It's hilarious stuff. Uh, go listen to that. Um, Got any music you're listening to, Will, that you like? Uh, as I said earlier, the Super Mario Galaxy soundtrack. Any good music? Uh, what, like highlights or just good music? Uh, good music. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. What I'm, in, what I'm quite into at the moment is Saharan des- Sahara Desert Rock. 
Nice. I, I, I like them too. It's very fine grain. Yeah. Oh my god. What'd you get for that? <laughs> Essentially, do I have to leave? Mrs. Williams has got something to say about your uh, comments. Yeah, Miss Williams says she used to be one of the most revered stand-up comedians ever to grace this earth, and she thinks you're... Right, well, that's what Miss Williams had to say about your actually downright detestable nature. I mean, she's probably um, right, to be honest. She's probably right. <laughs> On the subject of Sahara and Desert Rock, there's this uh, sort of brand of music called Tuareg Rock. Basically, what they do is they do, it's these sort of like rebel, rebel guitarists living in the Saharan desert who produce rock music, and it's actually really good stuff. There's lots of interesting bands in that genre, like Mudu Mokhta and Tinawarin. There's lots just, of good stuff along that line. Tichmaren music is good, sort of interesting thing. Ambient Saharan. They're uh, just MTS darker fanboys. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot more Pinoy music at the moment, sort of like... Uh, Sort of like Philippines, kind of 60s sort of style stuff. Um, Devo as well from the 80s. That's a pretty good choice if you're sort of trying to find something new. Um, I think, I think, have we covered everything? Probably. Have we covered everything we want to cover? It's confusing. It's well, confusing. I'm, I'm yes, playing I'm about with the. Uh, Legal, now legal, black. The now legal swastika on your wall. Because as we all know, in times of crisis like this, uh, far right neo Nazi groups have now been allowed again to uh, cull the population, especially the old and the white. And the the ethnic would be right, wouldn't it? They wouldn't make any white people. That's not what they triggering, and a little knob goes in on the same side. You would have thought Uh, it would have gone out. That's the description of Will's sex tape, if you were wondering. <laughs> that's oh, literally really? what happens. That's it. Then that's the end. Uh, I've, said, we... I've, I've said some weird stuff that you could put in yeah. that context. Should... Yeah. Let's try and wrap this up. So thank you for listening, because we're going for about, what, an hour and a half now? Christ. They must have been longer than that, because we an started it. Well, we've been going for a long time. We've yeah, an hour and 44. Dang. Well... Well, Whoa. this is uh, an average episode of the podcast. Um, in the podcast, my pitch down, pitch down sound effect. Thank oh. you for listening to this, the first over the air, one of many low budget. So I think we got it. Podcast, Will. Uh, it's time for us to scram. We'll see oh. you next week. Thanks for listening. Say it with me now. I think we we no, got it. We'll try again. You were delayed. Okay. That's fine. Ladies and gentlemen. Do you want me to start I, talking early? Yeah. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, I... I think we... Oh, my God. Wrong. Try again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just right. going... Right. Three. Ladies and gentlemen. I think, I think we, we got, got it. it.